a big week for quarterbacks. Hopefully a big week for you. Hopefully you are moving on. Let's talk about it right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. And it's Monday morning. Good morning to you. How was Sunday? Is it awesome? Did you have Jalen Hurts? I'm Adam Azer. He's Heath Cummings. This is Fantasy Football Today in 5. Follow us and stream us on Spotify. All right, Jalen Hurts takes the fantasy community by storm, Heath. And he's only rostered in about 50% of leagues. And he's got the Cowboys next week. What are we seeing here in this young quarterback? Well, he's running a lot, and he's throwing efficiently enough. And I think, obviously, we've seen it with Kyler. We've seen it with Lamar Jackson. When you are that efficient running, it makes it a little easier to throw the ball. And so for the short term, he is a start against the Dallas Cowboys. And for the long term, he's a borderline top 12 dynasty quarterback just because of the upside. We had some key injuries today to running backs. Clyde Edwards-Zeller and Le'Veon Bell, uh, Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson. Uh, some of these guys were able to come back in or didn't seem so serious. J.D. McKissick, for example, left, but he came back in. Uh, James Robinson hurt his ankle in the fourth quarter. Who are we looking at on the waiver wire this week, specifically a running back? Yeah, if we find out that like Le'Veon Bell's injury is serious, which it didn't really look like it, then I think Darrell Williams would have to be because Clyde Edwards-Hilaire injury looked very serious. If you need a quarterback, it's pretty easily Jalen Hurts. Go get that guy. He's available in half of leagues. Um, and we'll see what the 49ers situation is. They have a tendency of having running backs leave games with injuries and then just play the next week. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll hopefully wait for Wednesday waivers for that one. And how confident are you going to be in Tony Pollard if he gets another start next week if Zeke is out? Uh, we've said this with Giovanni Bernard before, and it hasn't been true the last few weeks, but I would like Tony Pollard better without Zeke than I like Zeke with Tony Pollard because I feel more confident that Pollard's going to get a larger share of the carries and the targets. And frankly, Tony Pollard looked better in this game than Zeke has for the last month. Uh, Drew Brees did not look very good. He came on strong in the fourth quarter, but he was a major storyline returning today, and uh, it was a close game. They lost by three to the Kansas City Chiefs. But... Did you see enough from Drew Brees to throw him in your lineup next week against Minnesota? He'll be a borderline start. Um, I, again, we have 15 or 16 quarterbacks every week that are projected for 23 or more fantasy points, and he'll be one of those guys. I don't know that he'll quite crack the top 12. It's difficult because of what Taysom Hill does. I don't know that I feel confident he'll be chasing the score like he was in this game against the Chiefs. So he'll be a top 16 or 17 quarterback, possibly top 12. Russell Wilson, total dud this week. Metcalf disappointing. Lockett disappointing. The whole team was disappointing. They faced a good defensive team, but now they get the Rams, an even better defensive team, I think, than the Washington football team. So are you starting your Seahawks next week? I think you're probably starting DK Metcalf. I think you're probably starting Chris Carson as a number two. Lockett will be a boom-bust number three wide receiver, and I will probably start Russell Wilson unless I had a good quarterback on my bench. I don't anticipate. Jalen Hurts might be the one exception if I found him on the waiver wire, but I don't anticipate finding someone on the waiver wire I'd start over Wilson. Okay, let's take a look uh, around at some other action. What did you think of Tom Brady and Matt Ryan? First of all, this was just such a great week for quarterbacks with eight quarterbacks going into Sunday night football, scoring 30 or more fantasy points. That ties two other weeks this year for the the most 30-point quarterbacks um, this season. But Matt Ryan was great without Julio Jones for the first time. And Tom Brady, like it was kind of like Drew Brees. You know, it wasn't pretty, but by the end of the game, you had a nice game of 27 fantasy points for Brady. So what do you think about these guys and your level of trust? Brady gets Detroit next week. And uh, Matt Ryan gets Kansas City. 
I'm probably starting Brady at Detroit. It's funny. They kind of took turns. Ryan was awesome in the first half. Brady was great in the second half. I don't know if they're ever good at the same time. Um, (laughs) But I would say Matt Ryan's going to be dependent on Julio Jones. If he gets Julio Jones back and what's going to be a track meet with the Chiefs, then I would maybe not be too scared of Matt Ryan in a shootout. But without Julio Jones, I'm probably still not starting him. All right, then let me give you a couple of rookie running backs here. DeAndre Swift with a two-touchdown game, almost a three-touchdown game, and Cam Akers, a big disappointment. Um, Are you confident in both of them moving forward? Difficult matchup for DeAndre Swift against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A lot of teams just don't run against them at all. It's nice that he does something in the passing game, but I think he'll just be a low-end number two. And I would imagine Akers will be in that same range. He's still got a bunch of work. This was a weird game. I don't know how they lost to the Jets, but they were playing from behind most of the game. He still saw 16 touches. No one's challenging his workload. He'll be better next week. That's going to do it for Fantasy Football Today in 5. That's Heath Cummings. I'm Adam Azer. Make sure you're listening to Fantasy Football Today, the full-length show, as we get you ready to win a championship. Follow that show and stream it on Spotify. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning.